Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Equipped to March, with WVU Chi Alpha. The hope of this podcast is to equip small groups with sound biblical teachings on God and how to walk with Him, and to equip the small group leader with the tools to lead as God has called them. We pray you are equipped and encouraged by this podcast in order that you can march well for our King on the college campus. Now, please welcome our hosts. Sweet. So we're back for another podcast. It's going to be really awesome this day with uh, our new guest. What's your name? Katie Sombrio. Hello. Hello. Glad to have you. I'm Christopher again and Charles Sombrio. This is my wife. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. It's fun to be here. Today's going to be fun. Um, We're talking about repentance uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about sin as well because why I talk about repentance without talking about sin or the other way around. Um, true, and so uh, just to start off, we are going to ask the question, what is repentance in the first place? Dang. So what do you guys think? Repentance, repentance is awesome. I think a lot of times it's like a really heavy subject, mm-hmm. but uh, it's actually meant to be really <laughs> so heavy. Um, it's actually meant to be like really freeing. Like this is yeah. like, such a sick opportunity that we have to to basically <laughs> clean everything out so that we can like live for the Lord and like have everything that he that he wants to give us. And so um yeah, I mean to me repentance is it really is just like a turning from sin, yes. um leaving all of that stuff behind. Um basically like like dealing with the past so that we can have like a good future. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, to me, that's, that's like what repentance is. And yeah, it's, it's really exciting. It so. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny uh, when you're saying that, I remember the story a couple of years ago, we were at the booth and uh, we had a sign that says repent and believe the gospel. It's like the first mm-hmm. thing Jesus ever yeah. preached. Yeah. Um, and one of the guys was out there and he was like, he was like, Hey, he was kind of like helping me. Like it, it was, it was cool. He was like, Hey, I don't know about that sign. Like it says repent. And I just don't think people really know, like when they see that, then it like maybe triggers them or like makes them think of something that that's not what you want them to think. And I asked him, I was like, well, what do you think it means? And he was, and he said just that. And I was like, well, then why would people be mad about it? Yeah. And it really is not, it's not something to shy away from. Um, but I think a lot of times we kind of treat it that way because it does, like you said, have to deal with sin. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's like it's so important to understand what repentance is and to have a right view of it because having a wrong view of it is foolish <laughs> and and dangerous. Um, so, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Okay. Uh, yeah, just, I don't know, like thinking about even even more – not like simply, um, but just like in, in other contexts, the mm-hmm. idea of repentance, of turning away from this one thing and turning that way towards another thing. Right. Uh, people do it just that. means change your mind. That's right. literally it. Yeah. yeah. People do that all the time. Right. Like if you're, uh, if you are heavier than you want to be um, and <laughs> you want that to change, yes. then you have to eat better. Right. Yeah eat less yes go work out right um huh. if un- unless so unless you do those things <laughs> unless that happens mm-hmm. 
your life will not change. This right. this yeah. thing that you want to change won't change. Uh, the life that you want won't be a reality because you haven't actually changed anything about the way that that um, that you act. And so, or you know, looking at like people who have become incredibly rich, they made certain decisions, yes. whether or not they were poor to begin with. Right. In order to get there, they probably said no to hanging out with a lot of people. They probably don't play Call of Duty. <laughs> uh, they probably yeah. don't eat yeah, yeah. out a ton, mm-hmm. or you know, <laughs> or like like do uh, Grubhub because they don't want to drive, you know, to yeah. the store. You yeah, know, yeah. like the little amounts of dollars here and there. Um, getting good grades, you have to like actually sleep and not stay yes. up super late. Right. Uh, you have to, you know, study. Um, you know, there's so you know, there's a ton of different things. That when people see how something in their life isn't what they want to be in their life anymore, they they say, I don't like this. I want this to change. I want this to be a reality. Yes. And so they stop doing certain things and start doing other things. And they turn around to go towards here. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a reality. And so they've repented of this yeah. thing they don't want. Right. And they have turned towards the thing that they do want. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's just kind of crazy thinking about that. Yeah, it's like a part of everyday life. Like we see it all the time. We wouldn't say, oh, I'm repenting from, you know, being overweight. Right. But, like, that <laughs> is like what you're doing. Yeah, you should, though. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, you should. But I think that brings up a really cool point when you said, I don't like this. I think that's like a, a key part of repentance is really hating your sin. Mm. Because I think yeah, a lot of times right. in these like, just everyday experiences, we um, we see real and fake repentance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, real repentance, you're going to see like the fruit of it, right? Like you're going to see the results. Um, there's a new life, a, a new lifestyle in mm-hmm. somebody. Um, but mm-hmm. fake repentance, I mean, first thing that comes to mind, kind of the same example is New Year's resolutions, like how many people <laughs> flood the gym in January? It's the worst time to go to the gym. Seriously, don't go to the gym in January. Um, <clears throat> just stay away. But um, <laughs> I won't see you in a month. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, after after like a month, they didn't really hate, <laughs> you yeah, know, like right. being overweight enough or being undisciplined enough right. to actually do something about it. And I think that's like so crucial. There's yeah. something that we say in regards to sin. Um, if we're going to like actually, you know, look like Jesus and, and walk with Jesus, we have to see our sin, um, hate our sin and then forsake our yes. sin. That repentance is that forsaking part, but it is like impossible to do that if we haven't first seen our sin and then hated our sin. And I think so often we see people that, um, you know, <laughs> They think they've like really repented because they had a really maybe emotional time at yeah. a service right. and they were they were really upset and sad. Um, and there there is a scripture that says godly sorrow leads to repentance. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's good. So it's good to be sorrowful about our sin. But sometimes I think um, I don't know if you all have seen this, but I know in me right. sometimes I'm just more upset about the consequences of my sin and maybe I'm embarrassed about it or like it's uncomfortable or something. I don't actually hate my sin. I actually just, I just don't like the effects of it, if that makes sense. And so I don't know. I mean, what do you guys, do you see that like in your own lives or what do y'all think about that aspect of like hating your sin and I don't know, like what that looks like? Yeah. uh, It's just like when you were talking reminds me like the fake repentance 
Um, I think it comes down to like the true reality of whether or not I believe that I'm, I am sinful. Um, you know, it's in like John eight thirty four. it says, uh, Jesus says, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. And yeah, I just think like to not think of it that way isn't going to affect anything. Like if I don't think that I am a slave to sin, then there's no way that I'm going to, it's, and it's just something I do or like something I struggle with or I'm just a human. So, you know, whatever, um, you're not going to like come to a reality that you really want change to happen in your life. And I, I remember, um, like my freshman year in college, um, yeah, like you were mentioning going to like a church service and as you do, at least in Texas, mm-hmm. like Sunday, even if you don't walk with God, you should be in church. Even um, if it's COVID. Geez. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> Sunday, yeah, church, brunch, <laughs> football, whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And so, um, yeah, I just remember like going to a church service and like expecting God to forgive me. Um, and every single time I remember thinking of it as like a, you know how like they have those like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like pills, like old people. Um, it was like that. I was like taking Jesus as medicine. Like I feel bad for what I did yesterday or last night. So I'm going to pray and ask God to forgive me done tomorrow. uh, Tonight I'm going to do the same thing. And then tomorrow I'm going to take the same, same pill, Jesus and using, abusing him. Um, and I think when I finally saw that. I was just like, oh my gosh, Lord, like I am breaking your heart every time. Not just I'm hurting myself and the people around me. I'm actually hurting you and you don't deserve this. And when I finally like recognize that, which I think is God's grace on the front end, letting me see my sin for what it really was and letting letting me see myself for who I really was, um, it really, it began like that process that you're talking about. See, hate, forsake. Um, but not until then did I care to forsake or hate. I just made excuses. And so, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, one thing, and this is kind of more, I don't know if this is like my initial, like when I first hated sin, mm-hmm. um, but just kind of a reoccurring thing is, um, you know, there's there's a scene in a movie called The Passion of Christ, which basically just kind of goes through uh, the life of Jesus, um, it like highlights different points in his ministry. And there's a, a scene where he's like both getting flogged and then later, you know, uh, he's, he's on the cross and he's, mm-hmm. you know, covered in blood. He's got, you know, this, this crown of thorns on his head and, you know, it just goes through what the Bible describes as his, um, persecution and, and, and crucifixion. And so like, um, oftentimes when I'm thinking about like, what my sin does, I like think about this scene in yeah. in this movie with like Jesus covered in blood, like giving his life for the sin that I just committed. Like my sin put Jesus on the cross. You know, that yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of the because I love Jesus, when I sin, when I think my sin puts Jesus on the cross, that is that is pretty weighty. Yeah. Um Anything that I do now, anything that I've done before, anything that I might do one day that is 
selfish, that is against God's heart and his desire for my life, that re-crucifies Jesus. Yeah. That, that action, that thought, that word merits what Jesus has already yes. done on the that's cross. Right, yeah. And, and that's, that's like, <laughs> in terms of hating sin, that is like a consistent thing for me where I'm like, man, I've literally put Jesus on the cross mm. just yet again. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's pretty heavy. Um, yeah, it is. And it's, it's, but it should be like, yeah. sin is not, something that should just be explained away by nature <laughs> it's not natural to sin like you like studies show you get sick in your stomach if you lie you get you know you get sick in your stomach if you do something that you know is wrong not because society tells you not to even if they said it hey it's okay if you lie which it, you kind it, it kind of is um like by law um you still get physically sick. It is unnatural to sin. And what you're saying is like, Jesus, why is that such a big deal? Because Jesus never deserved that. Yeah. Jesus rarely gets anything that he deserves. And we think, oh, well, it's just who I am. To to abuse Jesus in that way is is like the reason we, we should hate it. Not because of, like you said, oh, I might go to hell one day or I might get found out and someone might think that I'm, blank you know not not a murderer necessarily but like a liar or cheater or, you know dirty pervert you know like just different things like that where it's like okay that would be embarrassing but that's still me <laughs> that's still like i'm the center i'm the i'm the star of the show but when it comes to like what you're saying is jesus it's he's the star of the show he doesn't deserve these things and when we say like this um, when you break a law, you break a heart. Yeah. And if you don't love Jesus, then you don't care. And that's why we see so many people flippantly sinning yeah. as if it doesn't have any consequences, yeah. as if it doesn't have any repercussions or anything right. like that. And I think that takes us back to like, like a fundamental truth that like we were made for God. Yes. Yeah. You yeah, know? Absolutely. And so like, why does this matter? Well, because, um, yeah, if I wasn't made for a relationship with God, then if I break his heart, whatever, you know? But <laughs> right, yeah. it's like, like I literally was cre- yeah, yeah, it's like I literally was created for a relationship with God. That is the only way that I actually thrive yeah. and like am am functioning to like the full potential of what I as yeah. like a human am supposed to be. I was trying to think of an example, maybe I'll have one of like something that we use um wrongly that ends up like kind of just I don't know like a utensil or what like <laughs> if, you, if you use something that like that's not what it was made for right. like eventually it starts to like break down deteriorate yeah. and like break down right and so like um like we we have to use you know tools the way they're like meant to be used and yes. I mean we're much more valuable than tools but um <laughs> but uh but yeah like like Sorry. what is my like what what am I made for what's my purpose like what where do I function and, and thrive at like the highest, you know, is when I'm, I'm in relationship with God. That's literally what I was created for. So when I sin, I am, yeah, I'm doing something that isn't natural. It's yeah. not, it's not what I was made for. And so it breaks God's heart. Therefore it ruptures our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
like repentance means cleaning all that stuff out yeah. so that I can have a relationship mm-hmm. with God again, which goes best back to the gospel we yes. talked about last right. week. Um, I can be friends with God again. And that that is like why this is so important um, because because at, at the root, you know, at the foundation, yeah. like we were made for God. Yes, that's um, right. And so to break his heart is is really to, yeah, it's to to lose <laughs> every possibility of, of life as I was like meant to live it, you know? Um, there's a scripture in like Ezekiel where God's talking to the Israelites and he's basically saying like, if you continue to live in sin, you will die. Like you will actually perish. So he says, repent and live, repent mm-hmm. and live. And I just think that's so powerful because it's like, man, <laughs> this is, this is where true life is. True freedom yeah, is, is right. in repentance so that I can, I can have a relationship with God again. I, I think that's such a big deal. Yeah. I think it's good. You said a relationship with God again, because um, you know, that a, a popular, and, and I do this a lot myself too, when, when I'm not like realizing what Christianity actually is, what, what God wants it, it being relationship is that, you know, um, this idea that like salvation is just, um, I don't go to hell when I die. Mm. And so it's like yeah. a, it's like a future thing. So whenever I die, yes. That's why I need to be saved now, today, this one second where when yeah. I pray, right. I believe that Jesus gave his life for me and that he's my savior. And then if there's no repentance and you just do whatever you want, that is a life lived without the understanding that repentance is actually required for salvation. Um, and that's not talked about a lot because yeah, that's right. no one really wants to be told that you have to change the way that you're living mm-hmm. uh, because we like living the way that we like living. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so, um, but in order to have relationship with Grace being my wife, I had to say no to a lot of other things, including relationships with other girls. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and so in order for my relationship with Grace to exist... And, and be fruitful and for us to trust each other and um, and for it to actually be a good marriage, mm-hmm. there's things that I have to had to and yeah. continually have to say no yeah. to in order for that relationship to exist. And so But it's not a shame. It's not it's, like it's I do, awesome. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. being married it's to your Grace. Privilege. Yeah. Like, exactly. yes. You want to do that because yeah. you love Grace. Like, yeah. Oh, I have to stop sinning. Like <laughs> Yes. Right. You get to stop hurting yourself and other people. Like, yeah. You get to stop yeah, sinning. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's like such a I mean, you were just saying about the treasure hidden in the field and oh, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead and read that. Yeah. It's uh, Matthew It's super long, so <laughs> kind of read it quickly. <laughs> AKA one verse. <laughs> Matthew 13:44. It's a story that Jesus tells um, when when he's in his ministry about well, it says what it's about, so I'll just <laughs> read that in a sec when I get there. There it is. All right. So, Matthew 13, one more page. Verse 44, it says, this is Jesus talking. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy, went and sold all he had and bought that field where the treasure was. And so you see this guy who had a little bit of stuff or a lot of stuff. I don't know how much stuff he had, but whatever he had, he sold all of it. Right. And then he used that money to buy this field where this treasure was. And so it was it was the joy, the the value of the treasure yes. 
that he was gaining that gave him the joy Mm -hmm. to sell everything in order to gain it. And so when we look at repentance, giving up all of my stuff, my way of life, the things I like to do that satisfy me, make me happy, whatever, it's a joy to say no to that stuff, to give it all up in order to gain relationship with God, who is like we said in the first podcast, the most valuable being in the universe. And so it's totally worth it. Um, Just like if I see how heavy I am and I want that to change (laughs) and I hate it. Yes. And I look and I see, oh, being in shape, that would be so amazing. I I enjoy, even though it might be tough sometimes, say no to these other things in order to gain. Yeah. what what i really want which is to be in shape and then you know but then you get long life you get right like, yeah 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 you just there's so many byproducts right of benefits but but you are like no this is what i will change yeah and i think that's like huge yeah that's that's so cool it makes me think about like when you're talking about jesus on the cross um that that we have to see almost like with this whole thing see two things the right way we have to see jesus for who he really is and we have to see my sin for what it really is and it's it's not um it's not little you know it's not but it's also not something that i need and i think a lot of times um yeah i don't know you think about like um you know like let's say a guy and he's just like all about this girl and all of his friends are just, she's no good for you. She's no good for you. And he's like, but you don't get it. Like, I need her. And then he starts to, like, push it, push away his family, push away his friends, push away his, you know, everything that he used to love and be truly joy, joyfully love and, and, and enjoy. And she is what becomes his life. And there's no joy there, and there's there's nothing, there's no future there, um, and I think that's kind of like what uh, we can treat sin as uh, something that you don't understand. I can't help it, or I need it, or you know, my precious, like <laughs> it really is like really wicked, and we can deceive ourselves um, in our mind when we say that we can't stop, um, when we say that we can't you don't understand this temptation for me is much stronger than it is for you okay but what the you know this is like so it comes it goes into like starting to talk about repentance but like i lost it anyways it's a huge deal yeah it um i think it's really uh tricky because um you know like in that example um, you know, a relationship isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yes. Yeah. And I think this is important about repentance is that a lot of times we think we all have to repent of these like deep, you know, dark secret things. <laughs> yeah. bad like, I haven't things. killed like, anybody. Yeah. What do I, have to I was, you know, right. brewing like a potion in my, you know, living room or something like, I don't know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like Sean, <laughs> like Sean, Sean's a wizard. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, he really is Sean? though. He really is. So be careful. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, I think I think a lot of times the hardest things to repent of are those things that we that are good, but yes, we have put right. them anything we supremely regard 
um, is it has become our God. And so like yeah, um, right. that means like, I don't know. I mean, some questions I think to ask ourselves is like, um, what am I living for? What can I not live without? Like, what do I love most? You know, I mean, yeah, you getting a, a college degree and, you know, going into this or that field and getting a master's, all of those things are those are not like inherently bad things. But if we like regard them above the Lord, they become like something that can lead us into sin um, because, yeah, we're, we're holding on to those things, you know, a need for control or to have everything planned out or, you know, like for me, I struggle with like perfectionism and, you know, excellence is good. That's a really good thing. But when I put that before the Lord and I make that my God, that's something I have to like repent of. And so I think a yeah, lot of right. times uh, we we don't think we have to repent of those things because we're like, oh, this is a good thing. Like everyone in my life is telling me to have ambition and, yeah, yeah. you know, to go get a graduate degree and like all this stuff. But but man, if, if that is something that um, has taken place, you know, like the place of Jesus in your right. life um, as Lord, then then that's something that needs to be repented yes, of right. and and let go of like, you know, the, the need for that or whatever. And so. Um, I don't know. What are some like good things that you guys can think of that um, would be be like that, like something that would need repented of, you know, because it's easy to think of the bad stuff, I think. <laughs> but the, it's the yeah. good stuff that that really kind of trips us up like a lot easier. I don't know. What do you all think? I think for me, one thing that's been pretty consistent over the last few years being on staff up here with Chi Alpha has been like my role mm-hmm. on Chi Alpha staff. Mm-hmm. So it, like if. If I'm not spending time with Jesus every morning because I'm instead, or not just in the morning, but like if I'm not, if I don't have like a consistent devotional life at the expense of uh, mission trips being really good or me being out at booth or just whatever, like taking care of the ministry, which is a good thing, then I actually need to say Jesus, I am sorry that I have placed the ministry that you've called me to ahead of my relationship and devotion to you. And so that's that's been like the most consistent thing with me. Even like work for God yeah. can be like yeah. a good thing a that people, thing. especially in ministry, mm-hmm. that we that we put before relationship with God. And I remember hearing a phrase, uh, and it's really good to hear all the time, never re- let serving God replace knowing God. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, because without knowing God, you're not going to serve him very well anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. practical sense yeah. anyways. Um, actually serving him if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of been it for me, like a lot lately. Yeah. Yeah. I think about different rights of affirmation, um, like the right to be affirmed, the right to security or safety, whether that's like having a job or being safe in our home, you know, um, like if if I'm so concerned about those things, then then I'm I'm missing the point. Like I, why why do I love relationships? Why do I love friendships? Be, oh, partly because like I do get affirmed by those. Like I have a lot of friends, you know, or or I feel I feel good. But like ultimately, that is me being the center of it again. And, and like we talked about, I think it was last week. Like sin is selfishness, and. I don't know. Walking with God is unselfishness or God centeredness yeah. versus self centeredness. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I think that's definitely a good question to, to ask ourselves 
consistently like what Jesus isn't just concerned about our wrongs. He's also concerned about our rights because all of those belong. Our, if our whole life belongs to him, yeah. then it can't just be one or the other. It has to be all. Um, so, yeah. So what, what do we, um, what do we do with all this? Um, when it comes to repentance, um, we just have a couple minutes left. And so, yeah, I guess I want to hear from you. Um, what does it look like to repent? Um, for anybody listening or watching, um, they turn it off. Step one, step two, what does that look like? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, going back to, you know, seeing your sin, hating your sin, forsaking your sin, those first two things really we can't do without the Lord's help. And so I think first step for, you know, um, walking through repentance really is, um, it's asking God to reveal your sin to you, not yeah. um, in general, but but specific. Sins. Yeah, yes. like like detailed sin, because I think it's really easy to generalize stuff and be like, oh, well, it's not that bad. Well, it's more general. But right. um, yeah, actually, uh, one of our heroes, Winky Pratney, says general repentance is no repentance at all. Oh, so when we dang. repent, um, we have to like repent of like everything, yes. like all the details can be like, oh, I'm sorry, Lord, that I'm so selfish. Like, <laughs> Yeah. He is know. too. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, me too. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, but no, like, Lord, I'm I'm confessing that like, you know, three months ago, like, yeah, I was I was harboring bitterness towards this person and I never forgave them. Right. Um, and now like there's you know, that that bitterness is taking root in my heart and now it's beginning to bleed into other relationships. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's changing how I'm thinking and all these things, you know, so like um like real you know, real specific. Um so asking God to reveal sin in detail, I think is really important for us to be able to forsake our sin. We have to see it, we have to hate it. Um so maybe even yeah. like writing it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and there's actually some really helpful tools for that that we can put like in the notes. Um with this podcast, but to, to kind of walk through just different kind of like compartments of your soul and of your life to right. be able to kind of do almost like a, an evaluation. Okay. <laughs> you know, in this part of my heart, my life and my relationships, you know, okay, wh- what do I need to confess to the Lord? Yeah, um, and so, so asking God to reveal those things and then, yeah. And then, and then confession, like actually confessing those things to the Lord and to other people, <laughs> you know, that's the scary part, embarrassing part, but it's so right. good. Like, yeah. Um, we need his wisdom to know like when and how and and if we should do that. But I think, um, yeah, if if there's something that needs to be, you know, confessed to someone else, um, you know, forgiveness that needs to happen, whatever those things, that's important. Um, and so that confession and um, and then, yeah, just leaving that stuff behind, you know, yes. like yes. literally like <laughs> not, you know, once it's once it's done, it's done. You know, like mm-hmm. once you've received forgiveness, God is not bringing you back to those things, you know, to be yeah. like, hey, remember that one time you did this? I forgave you, but I just want to remind <laughs> you of it. Like he's he's not like yeah, that. Right. You know, we do that. Um, but when there's been real repentance, we're able to move on in freedom. And and I think that's kind of one of the signs that we know that that real repentance has happened and real forgiveness has happened because um, we're, we're free of those things, you know. So um, those are those are some things that I would say. But you know, even going back to that example of um, if you're heavy and you, <laughs> I just feel like heavy has been like the word today. Um, uh, is rude. That's true. Um, but yeah, like that takes discipline, you know? And, and um, so I think even in repentance, there's an aspect of discipline right. that um, it, it takes, 
time and energy, mental energy, it can be tiring. Like sometimes you have to take a nap after you've like had had a time of like repenting yeah, before the Lord right, because yeah. it really is like it can be taxing, but it's so good. Um, and so just like working out and and having the discipline to to keep doing that, I think um, repentance requires some discipline. That's and um, so those are just kind of some initial thoughts about yeah. that. But yeah, I think just kind of um, and we'll I guess end with this because yeah. we're kind of out of time, but. Um, you know, you talked a lot about seeing your sin and, and working through um, confessing it. And, and I think kind of part of in, in there, uh, you said hating your sin, uh, just like kind of pointing you guys back to uh, the treasure hidden in the field um, story in Matthew 13, verse 44. And then like for me, like another thing, like I said, like seeing Jesus on the cross, right, like, yeah. like, 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 like seeing the goodness of God and seeing yeah, like what yeah. it does to him. Um, as well as to other people. Yeah, wow. Um, and even yeah, like, myself. like, yeah, like yeah. it makes me wicked the more that I choose mm-hmm. um, to do things that are selfish and that hurt God and other people. Um, so so that that helps with, once you see it, it's like, okay, well, who cares? This is in my life. Mm-hmm. It's right. like, well, how does it affect God and other people and yes. myself? And I was like, oh man, like, you know, that, that'll get you to confess real oh, quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, that's like, Kind of the goodness of God and the the wickedness yeah, right. of, of it. God's um, kindness leads you to repentance. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Cool. Well, sweet. Thanks for being with us today. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for coming me. over. It was um, fun. <laughs> it was fun. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Awesome. Bye.